It's the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service and Podcast for Friday, October 30, 2020. It's episode 154. On today's episode, the Code St. Luke Public Library's Farah Mohammed is here. She'll be sharing some of her favorite Broadway music. And of course, by Broadway, we mean the theater industry on Manhattan Island, which is centered around a small section on the street called Broadway. But before turning it over to Farah, let's let's talk about this for a moment. Right? Is there a term that describes using one term, like let's say the name of a street like Broadway, to refer to something else entirely, like a theater industry? Well, yes, there is. There is a term. The term is metonymy. Metonymy. Metonymy, as you would imagine, is from the ancient Greek, and it basically means to call one thing by another thing. So the name of the street Broadway stands in for an industry. Here's another example. Uh, We have Pentagon. Pentagon, of course, it's the name of the building where the um, U.S. Department of Defense is headquartered, but it also refers to that department, Pentagon. White House, of course, the president lives there, but it also stands in for the executive branch. Same thing in France, Elysee. Elysee Palace is where the French president lives, but it stands in for the uh, for the function of the of the French president. Downing Street in the UK, of course, stands in for the UK Prime Minister. Right, Downing Street announced today such and such. Whitehall is kind of interesting. Whitehall's maybe less known in in Canada, but Whitehall refers to the British civil service and government. You'll often see reports in the British media about Whitehall announced today or Whitehall will decide such and such. Uh, and of course, closer to home, I suppose, Silicon Valley in California refers to the tech industry in the U.S. Now, you may be wondering, or maybe you're not wondering, maybe you're terribly bored by this, but I'm going to tell you anyway. You may be wondering, is a metonym the same as a metaphor? Or what is the difference between a metonym and a metaphor? So it turns out that in the case of a metonym, there actually is a real connection between the things. So, for example, the theater industry on Manhattan Island really is centered around Broadway. So there is really a connection. The French president really does live at Elysee Palace. Now, of course, all the examples I've given about uh, metonyms have to do with specific places. But of course, there's other examples of metonyms, right? The bench, when we talk about the bench, we're referring to judges or the judicial uh, profession. Um, sometimes people talk about suits, suits, and that's, of course, referring to business people. And sometimes you tell people, oh, that was a wonderful dish tonight that you made. Well, they're not talking about the actual uh, ceramic. They're talking about what was on the dish. They're talking about the plate of food that the person made. All right, there is your lesson about metonyms. And to talk about one of the most famous metonyms of all, Broadway, and the music she likes coming out of the theaters on Broadway and off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway, here is Farah Mohammed. Well, hello. My name is Farah Mohammed, and this is A Musical Moment. I'm glad to be back as today we celebrate the magic of Broadway. So warm up those vocal cords and get ready to belt out a few favorites. As its name would suggest, Broadway is a wide street in New York City. It runs the full length of Manhattan. It is also the oldest north-south street in New York City. It existed as a path traveled by American Indians long before Europeans arrived. Today, there are many famous sites along the several miles of Broadway, 
But one small stretch comes to mind when most people hear the word Broadway. It's the stretch between 42nd and 53rd Streets, including Times Square, that is considered the home of the American theater industry. This famous section of Broadway is known as the Theater District. You will also hear it called the Great White Way due to the fact that Broadway became one of the first streets in the U.S. to be lit with electric lights. Today, millions of lights on theater marquees and billboard advertisements help brighten the night sky. The theater district is home to 40 large professional theaters. Each of these theaters seat about 500 people or so. They host a constantly changing variety of productions, including plays and musicals. Many people believe the theatrical productions on Broadway are the best in the world. Needless to say, Broadway shows are one of the more popular tourist attractions in New York City. Ticket sales run in the tens of millions. This is big business. The more popular the show, the more profitable they become. Shows can run for years and years. The longest-running musical in Broadway history is The Phantom of the Opera, It opened on Broadway in 1988 and is still going strong today. It's had more than 13,000 performances to date and has earned more than a billion dollars. Now, no one person creates the musical. It evolves over time and incorporates a variety of influences and elements. First of all, of course, there is the music, minstrel songs and the cakewalk, Irish ballads and patriotic jingles, ragtime marches and stirring blues, poignant torch songs and jazz ditties, totemic anthems and rock opera. The musical captures every idiom of American expression. There is definitely a quote-unquote Broadway sound, often referred to as Tin Pan Alley, a musical structure pioneered by songwriters like Irving Berlin and Richard Rodgers. This, however, by no means is the only kind of music to appear on Broadway. Now, the 1980s saw the influence of mega-musicals on Broadway. These typically feature a pop-influenced score, large casts and spectacular spectacular sets and special effects, such as a falling chandelier in The Phantom of the Opera, or a helicopter landing on stage in Miss Saigon. Some were based on novels or other works of literature. The mega-musicals, huge budgets, redefined expectations for financial success on Broadway. In earlier years, it was possible for a show to be considered a hit after a run of several hundred performances, but with multi-million dollar production costs, a show must run for years simply to turn a profit. Mega-musicals were also reproduced in productions around the world, multiplying their profit potential while expanding the global audience for musical theatre. So let's start things off right with a number from The Phantom of the Opera. One of the great successes in musical history, 
The music is by Andrew Lloyd Webber. Lyrics by Charles Hart. Based on the 1910 French novel of the same name by Victor Hugo, its central plot revolves around a beautiful soprano, Christine Daae, who becomes the obsession of a mysterious, disfigured musical genius living in the subterranean labyrinth beneath the Paris Opera House. The musical opened on Broadway in 1988. Garnering many awards and prizes, it is currently the longest-running show in Broadway history and celebrated its 10,000th Broadway performance on the 11th of February, 2012, the first production ever to do so. Grossing over $1 billion, Phantom was the most financially successful entertainment event until The Lion King surpassed it in 2014. By 2011, it has been seen by over 130 million people in 145 cities across 27 countries. Here is the song, Phantom of the Opera, sung by Michael Crawford and Sarah Brightman.
musical loosely based on Giacomo Puccini's 1896 opera, La Boheme. It tells the story of a group of impoverished young artists struggling to survive and create a life in Lower Manhattan's East Village under the shadow of HIV-AIDS. The music, lyrics, and book were written by Jonathan Larson, who sadly passed away in 1996 at the age of 35. On Broadway, Rent gained critical acclaim and won several awards, including the Pulitzer Prize for Drama and the Tony Award for Best Musical. The Broadway production closed on September 7, 2008, after 12 years, making it one of the longest-running shows on Broadway. Here is the song from this musical called Seasons of Love. The song starts off with the words, 525,600 minutes, the number of minutes in a common year. The lyrics ask what the proper way is to quantify the value of a year in human life, concluding, in the chorus, that the most effective means is to measure in love. Since four of the lead characters either had HIV or AIDS, the song is often associated with World AIDS Day, and AIDS Awareness Month.
times that he cried In bridges he burned Or the way that she Here's an epic and uplifting story about survival of the human spirit. Les Miserables, or popularly referred to as Les Mis, is a musical based on the novel of the same name by French poet and playwright Victor Hugo. The music was composed by Claude Michel Schoenberg, and the lyrics were written by Alain Boublil, with an English language libretto by Herbert Kretzmer. Set in early 19th century France, the plot follows the stories of many characters as they struggle for redemption and revolution, an ensemble that includes prostitutes, student revolutionaries, factory workers, and others join the lead characters. The Broadway production opened on March 12, 1987 and ran until May 18, 2003, closing after 6,680 performances. At the time of its closing, it was the second longest-running musical in Broadway history. As of 2019, it remains the sixth longest-running Broadway show. The show was nominated for 12 Tony Awards. At that time, that was a record number, of which it won eight, including Best Musical and Best Original Song. I Dreamed a Dream is a song from this musical. It's a solo that is sung by the character Fantine during the first act. The song is a lament sung by the anguished Fantine, who has just been fired from her job at the factory and thrown onto the streets. She thinks back to happier days and wonders all that has gone wrong with her life. Here is Patti Lupone singing I Dreamed a Dream from Les Miserables. was a time when men were kind, when their voices were soft, and their words inviting. There was a time when love was blind, and the world was a song, and the song was exciting. There was a time it all went Hope was high and life worth living. 
The musical Cats is based on T.S. Eliot's 1939 poetry book, Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Eliot's verse is set to music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. The musical is unusual in its construction. Along with Eliot's poems, music and dance are the main focus of the show at the expense of a traditional narrative structure. The plot centers on a tribe of cats called the Jellicles as they come together at the annual Jellicle Ball to decide which one of them will ascend to the heaviside layer, their version of heaven, and be reborn into a new life. The bulk of the musical consists of different contenders being introduced either by themselves or by other cats. Memory is a song sung by the character Grisabella as a melancholic remembrance of her glamorous past and as a plea for acceptance. Memory is the climax of the musical and by far is the best-known song, having achieved mainstream success. Elaine Page originated the role of Grisabella in the West End production of Cats and was the first to perform the song publicly on stage. The show has been performed around the world in numerous productions and has been translated into more than 20 languages. 
The Broadway production ran for about 18 years, or 7,485 performances, making Cats the longest-running musical for a number of years. It has also been translated into multiple languages and performed around the world many times. Long-running foreign productions include a 15-year run at the Operettenhaus in Hamburg that played over 6,000 performances, as well as an ongoing run in a specialty-built theater in Japan that has played over 10,000 performances since it opened in 1983. Here is Elaine Page singing Memory.
Dream Girls is a Broadway musical with music by Henry Krieger and lyrics by Tom Ian. Based on the show business aspirations and successes of R&B acts such as the Supremes, the Shirelles, James Brown, Jackie Wilson, and others, the musical follows the story of a young female singing trio from Chicago, Illinois, called The Dreams, who become music superstars. Dreamgirls premiered on Broadway at the Imperial Theatre on December 20, 1981, and closed on August 11, 1985, after 1,521 performances. It starred Cheryl Lee Ralph as Dina Jones, Jennifer Hudson as Effie White, and Loretta Devine as Laurel Robinson. Dreamgirls proved to be a star-making vehicle for several of its performers, particularly Hudson, whose performance as Effie received significant praise. Hudson's recording of Effie's solo, And I'm Telling You I'm Not Going, was a number one single on the Billboard R&B charts in 1982. This is a torch song from the musical. Here, the character Effie White, who was one of the singers of the girl group The Dreams, sings to her manager, Curtis Taylor Jr., whose romantic and professional relationship with Effie is ending. The lyrics to, and I'm telling you I'm not going, often considered the show's signature tune, describes Effie's love for Curtis, both strongly devoted and defiant. She refuses to let Curtis leave her behind and boldly proclaims to him, I'm staying and you, you're going to love me. So here's Jennifer Hudson singing the signature song from Dream Girls. Hudson is a powerhouse singer. Just hearing all the emotion and strength she puts into this song leaves me breathless. And I am telling you I'm not going You're the best man I'll ever know there's no way I can ever go. No, no, there's no way. No, 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 no way. I'm living without you. I'm not living without you. I don't wanna be free. I'm staying. I'm staying.
Since today's podcast is about Broadway musicals, I thought to include this final number. This is a musical about putting on a musical. A Chorus Line is a musical with music by Marvin Hamlish and lyrics by Edward Claiborne. Set on a bare stage of a Broadway theater, the musical is centered on 17 Broadway dancers auditioning for spots on a chorus line. This musical, A Chorus Line, provides a glimpse into the personalities of the performers and the choreographer as they describe the events that have shaped their lives and their decisions to become dancers. The original Broadway production ran for about 6,000 performances, becoming the longest-running production in Broadway history until it was surpassed by Cats. It remains the seventh-longest-running Broadway show ever. A Chorus Line's success has spawned many successful productions worldwide. Now, the plot is as follows. The dancers finally dance the chorus number for an unnamed and unseen star. They are all wearing the same uniform, so it is impossible to tell them apart. The uniqueness that made them all so interesting throughout the show has now been damaged by the reality of show business. Here is the signature song called One from a chorus line. Singular sensation, every little step she takes. 
hope that you've enjoyed today's selection of show tunes. These were all from the mega musicals from the 1980s. I suspect I'll do a couple more musical moments highlighting musicals from other decades. There is such an extraordinary wealth of music from this much-beloved art form. Musicals teach us history, tackle social and political issues, the storylines are engrossing, and the talent can be spellbinding. Most people who have never seen a Broadway show do not know what they're missing. Once a person experiences the thrill of live theater, there's no going back. Thanks for tuning in. Happy listenings. Bye for now. Well, that is today's episode of the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service and Podcast. Thank you to our guests, and thank you to you for listening today. My name is Daryl Levine. We launched this uh, podcast and uh, telephone broadcasting service at the end of March 2020. Of course, we had uh, closed our doors at that point. Uh, people could not come anymore to the library to uh, listen to interesting talks and so on. And this was a way of getting the content to you. Uh, one of the things that we did was uh, set up a telephone number that people could call into every day at 2 p.m. so they could listen to this if they either didn't have a computer or maybe they weren't comfortable using a computer. Uh, and of course, we also later distributed this show through the regular podcast channels that people uh, who listen to podcasts are familiar with. And maybe that's how you're listening to us today. So thanks for listening. Be well, stay safe, and we'll see you soon.